the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everyone. I'm George Roscoe. And I'm Mark Schneider. And we want to welcome you to today's episode 68 of Say What, where we talk about the threats to our children in the public school system, including the increasingly ominous alliance between government and the private sector to advance woke ideology. That's right, George. You know, we at Protect Our Kids are not the only ones who are watching this trend. Many others are also sounding the alarm over what now seems like what we're calling an unholy alliance. But before we get too far into this, uh, a little history lesson. Many people are familiar with the word fascism but may find that word hard to define. They just know that it's bad. The expression is used generously as an epithet against our former president. That's most often where you hear it. And a lot of people think that Adolf Hitler actually invented fascism, but that's not true. He actually borrowed the term. The the word itself comes from fascio, the Italian word for bundle, which in this case represents bundles of people or special interest groups. But the word's origins go back to ancient Rome, when the fascist was a bundle of elm or birch rods tied up around an axe head and carried by Rome's leaders. In fact, it was a symbol of the Roman Empire and represented its penal power. Now, Benito Mussolini um, coined the term fascism for the kind of authority he assumed in Italy after World War I which was a monolithic, regimented nation under the control of a single autocratic ruler. And unlike socialism and its communist cousin, fascism's success relied then and now on the cooperation and active support of the private sector, most notably labor and business. In fact, as the historian Ruth Ben-Gayet has pointed out, quote, without that early support, Mussolini wouldn't have gone anywhere and wouldn't have had the first fascist dictatorship. Well, as we know, George, fascism ended in Italy and Germany only with the defeat of the Axis powers in World War, uh, in the Second World War. Well, why the history lesson? Well, we've reported frequently on this program how unions and special interest groups work together to indoctrinate children in the public school system. Organizations like the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight uh, Network, uh, the American Civil Liberties Union, the Human Rights Campaign, uh, the Sexual Information and Education Council of the United States, otherwise known as SECAS, the National Education Association of the NEA, the American Federation of Teachers, the, the list goes on. In fact, George, in episode uh, 67, we talked about 13 more that are now in the Biden administration's parent council. We covered that yep. uh, last week on your investigation, and these are all radical left-wing groups committed to advancing the woke worldview. Well, working together, these groups drive a particular narrative and convince school district leaders and their lawyers 
the trans-affirming policies, even without parental consent, are the best practice. And tragically, this narrative has spread like cancer across the nation. When you add these Add to these groups large corporations and government, you end up with what we at POK view as an unholy alliance. And we've got some examples of these. And and we've talked slightly about some of this stuff, but now you're going to go into a lot more detail uh, because you have government, you have big business, and then you have all these NGOs and unions coming together, being funded heavily by big business. They are indeed. Um, on a previous episode, we discussed, for example, Pizza Hut. Everybody knows that brand and how they're sponsoring a children's book reading club featuring stories about drag, in fact, in a book called Big Wig. Or in the past, George, we've also talked about the Disney Corporation publicly scorning Florida's laws to try and protect children in the elementary school system from being taught sex and gender theory. And also the three big asset management companies. These are huge finance companies, uh, companies like BlackBerry, Rock, Bridgewater, and State Street that together form an ideological cartel controlling trillions of investment dollars. And they tell companies how they want these dollars invested. And they make sure those investment dollars are only put in companies that subscribe to the woke worldview. Well, now, George, we've recently discovered that State Farm, one of the largest insurance companies in the world, has launched a program of all things to distribute LGBTQ books to kindergartners. This is an article in the National Review um, recently. Say what? Say what? I mean, it, State Farm is enlisting, according to this article, 550 of its agents to volunteer to distribute LGBTQ theme book books to teachers, community centers, and libraries that specifically target young children. And they're partnering with a special interest group. I'd never heard of this group before. I don't know if you have. The Gender Cool Project to distribute a three-book bundle for ages five plus. What's in the bundle? The first one, a kid's a book about being transgender. The second book, a kid's book about being inclusive. The third book, a kid's book about being non-binary. In fact, in the book about being non-binary, a character named Gia is introduced to young readers as a transgender girl, meaning a biological boy, who uses she, her pronouns. She says, quote, When you're born, a doctor looks at you and says, it's a boy or it's a girl based on your body. But gender isn't that simple. You see, when I was born, the doctor said, it's a boy. But this wasn't true, Gia narrates. Gender is how you feel in your heart and mind, but it may not match what the doctor says when you were born. Wow, absolutely ridiculous. So this is what State Farm has now decided to distribute on their own dime. And this organization, Gender Cool, what is their mission? Well, according to an employee whistleblower email obtained by Consumers Research, it's to bring clarity and understanding to the national conversation about being transgender, inclusive, and non 
binary. They define themselves as a youth-led movement bringing positive change to the world, according to their website. The organization highlights youth spokespeople who either identify as transgender or don't conform to gender norms at all. Called These are called the champions in Orwellian speak who are, quote, helping replace misinformed opinions with positive experiences meeting transgender and non-binary youth who are thriving. And here's the thing that really caught my attention, George. They have their uh, sponsors, company sponsors, listed on their website. There are many more, but these are just the ones that they happen to list. So these are all companies who are providing aid, comfort, and finances to the mission of this special interest group, Gender Gender Cool. And you can see some of the names on it. Wow. Mark Dell, HP, uh, CBRE, the big you know real estate giant, Intel, Nike, Big Pharma, Buyer Buyer. I mean, it the list goes on, Prudential. Wow. I mean, these are huge companies. And as for State Farm, well, its goal, according to an email from Jose Soto, State Farm's corporate responsibility analyst, it is to increase representation of LGBTQ plus books and support our communities in having challenging, important, and empowering conversations with children age five plus. These are adults wanting to have conversations with kids about very sensitive subjects while not in the presence of their parents. And George, I would be very surprised if not a large number of our listeners actually have State Farm insurance. And this is just one example of a special interest group and corporations working together to force the woke agenda upon all of us. But the number of companies signing up on the woke agenda is actually quite staggering. I mean, besides um, denouncing Florida's laws, keeping sex and gender theory out of its elementary schools, Disney uh, reportedly donates directly to the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Education Network, otherwise known as GLSEN, which mm-hmm. we've covered many times. Uh, the Gillette Company runs ads advancing transgender ideology. Target, as we've talked about before, has banned Abigail Schreier's book, Irreversible Damage. And the companies that have reportedly written checks to the now discredited Black Lives Matter they're all over. These are, these are household names. Organizations like Amazon, Microsoft, Airbnb, Unilever, Nabisco, Dropbox, Fitbit, Tender, Ubisoft, all brand name companies. But George, I wonder if these companies actually know what they're supporting. Have a listen to Patricia Coolers, the co-founder of BLM, on a clip that we discovered from the Heritage Foundation. This is quite illuminating. Many see the slogan Black Lives Matter, or BLM, as a noble plea for equal treatment under the law. It's a cry to secure the rights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness for everyone. But what does the Black Lives Matter organization actually stand for? To find out, look no further than their leaders, Alicia Garza, Opal Tometi, and Patrice Colors. Here's Colors in a revealing 2015 interview. They actually do have an ideological frame. Um, myself and Alicia in particular are trained organizers. Um, we uh, are trained Marxists. 
Visit the Black Lives Matter website and read the list of demands to get a sense of how deep a transformation they seek. One of those demands proclaims, quote, We disrupt the Western prescribed nuclear family structure requirement by supporting each other as extended families and villages that collectively care for one another. Yeah, George, so it's not moms and dads the children need. That nuclear model, meaning a dad and mom raising biological or adopted children, needs, quote, disrupting. Children need to be raised by the collective, just as Marxism prescribes. And this is a big say what moment. Um, I think in our in our conferences, we've been able to share this clip. And it, it's always shocking to me how few people have ever seen this clip. And uh, Mr. Secretary, thank you. You are, you're the best man. Look, our presence here this afternoon makes a simple, strong statement. Pride is back at the White House. So with that, speaking of our amazing youth, I have the privilege of introducing to you an extraordinary young man, somebody whose strength and advocacy and courage can inspire us all. Please welcome Ashton Moda. Thank you so much, Secretary Buttigieg, and good afternoon, everyone. My name is Ashton Moda. I use he, him pronouns, and I'm honored to be here with you all today. I'm a 16-year-old black Afro-Latino high school student from Lowell, Massachusetts. I also happen to be transgender. This means that while I was assigned female at birth, I've always known in my heart that I'm the young man standing here before you today. So why did we play that clip? Well, the reason is finally, George, we need to talk about the most important part of this unholy alliance, which is the government connection. Uh, If you didn't catch that first voice, that was uh, Pete Buttigieg, our nation's transportation secretary. And not surprisingly, uh, President Biden signed an executive order aimed at promoting transgender ideology, trans medical treatments, and drying up federal funding for the controversial practice of conversion therapy. Now, this is a Uh, therapy that's usually provided by a psychiatrist or a psychologist to help people struggling with gender dysphoria be comfortable in their biological um, uh, sex. And the Department of Labor is now holding webinars entitled Equity in the Workplace, The Power of Trans Inclusion, where attendees hear from left-wing activists. In fact, Biden's executive order asks the federal health and education departments to expand access to gender-affirming medical care and find new ways to counter a flurry of bills passed in the U.S. states by conservative lawmakers this year that ban these treatments for transgender youth. These measures, quote, also include encouraging the placement of LGBT children in foster homes that support their sexual orientation and creating a new working group on LGBT homelessness. 
you're mentioning <clears throat> Mark this unholy alliance, um, and we're also seeing big government here, the Biden administration pushing the same thing through this Title IX, right, which has been around now for 50 years. And so I think we're expecting any day now that to be revised by the Biden administration to include all of this woke agenda. Yeah, for for those who may forget, Title IX is the Civil Rights Code section that speaks directly to education uh, and how that's played out. So, George, I think, you know, it's probably appropriate at this time to come back to the beginning and uh, let's come back to that topic of fascism. Now, that's a loaded term. I understand that. We're not suggesting that we live in a fascistic government. But when government, through executive fiat, join with unions, special interest groups, and corporations to try and force a particular worldview on us to the point of now removing children from their biological or adoptive parents, what can we conclude? This is eerily reminiscent of some past societies that did not end well, either for their own people or the world that they inhabit. Fortunately, we're not yet at the point uh, that Italy was in the run-up to World War I, but if wokeism continues to wield its disproportionate influence on our most important institutions, including unions, special interest groups that we've talked about, public education, and now corporations and government, then like these past civilizations, George, all our liberties are in great peril. So, Mark, what can we do about this? It just seems like we're bombarded as parents uh, through the education system. We're bombarded as parents even in our workplace. What can we do? Well, for for the individual, it's it's not easy to make a, a you know a huge difference. But there are certain things that can be done. Uh, people talk about company boycotts, for example, and and they can be effective if you have enough people um, that are signed on to them. But there are perhaps a few things that can be done structurally to limit the reach of woke capital. Uh, for instance, limiting the role of what are called proxy advisors. And this is a little esoteric, but it's worth explaining. Proxy advisory firms are hired to give advice and vote the shares of multiple companies owned by their clients, like hedge funds, mutual funds, and asset managers. The two largest <clears throat> such proxy advisors are companies known as Institutional Shareholder Services and Glass-Lewis. And together, they control over 90% of the market, giving them extraordinary power. And these companies often play both sides of the fence by rating firms on their social justice commitments, while number two, offering the same firms consulting services to improve their scores in an arrangements that critics say lack transparencies. So, uh, Congressman, if you're listening, this is one area that uh, we could pass legislation regulating the role of these proxy advisory firms and, and at least bringing more transparency to what they're actually doing. But for the individual, George, what can they do? Well, I would say, first of all, get clarity as to what's happening. And you're doing that by listening to this program. But I would also recommend uh, that you buy and read the book that was recently uh, uh, written by Noelle Maring called Awake, Not Woke. We're going to be talking about more about this book in future episodes. 
I have just finished reading it myself, and it's probably the most um, uh, ableist treatment of what it, the, the woke ideology really is all about, what it means for our society. And then finally, George, get courage. You need to be courageous. Expose and resist woke ideology in all its many guises. And there's an example of this courage played out. Uh, the crick the crypto company uh, Kraken CEO, a man named Jeff Powell, recently has shown courage in this regard. After great internal disruption caused by woke agitators in his own company, he publicly encouraged woke em- employees to leave the company, offering them four months of severance uh, to part company. The move was overwhelmingly supported by the rank and file, fatigued by people wanting to impose their gender politics on others. <clears throat> it turns out that less than 1% actually took the offer. But George, this doesn't happen until sensible citizens start speaking up, showing courage, and resisting the lie of woke ideology. And Mark, I, I like it here that we, we have to come back to us as individuals. The responsibility lies with us. Let's stop trying to look at others to solve our problems. It's about you speaking up in your own workplace. It's about you standing up for uh, what is right, what is true. And that's why, as Mark said, you, you need first clarity on these issues. Get well-educated know the counter narrative and talking points uh, that these people bring uh, and and bring forth truth. And we're not saying here your truth and their truth and my truth because there is just truth with a capital T. Um, so please pick up this book, Awake Not Woke uh, by Noel Maring, uh, and it's really going to help bring that clarity, as Mark said. Well, that's about all the time we have for today, George. Um, but again, we encourage you to, if you like this content, tell others about um, this radio program and the podcast to say what that you can find on Spotify, Apple, all the big distributors by looking up Protect Our Kids. Go to our website. Um, we just put out a new video, didn't we, George? And in several different languages. In fact, we're calling it our flagship video. And it's called The Triple Threat. And it explains sex and gender theory, critical race theory, and social and emotional learning, not only in English, but in several foreign languages. So yeah, that's posted on our website. You can also find it on YouTube. Um, about all the time we have for today, George. Yes, Mark. One last thing here to just squeeze in. Shameless plug. We also published a How to Start a Private School or Alternative School on your church campus. This is intended for pastors, elders, leadership teams, and churches. Uh, it is on our website. We created under our drop-down menu a special section called For Pastors. If you go there, you can download it for free. Please take a look at that. And um, until next week, we look forward to seeing you on Say What? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.